you are always going to be your best cheerleader. You are always going to be with you forever. So at the end of the day, it does not matter what anyone thinks. Hi, this is CN Sloan, host of the Working Overtime Podcast. And if you want to start using your free time to live a life of design, then you should be listening to the Free Time Podcast with my friend, Carl Slona. Deep down in your gut, you know there's more to life than waking up for school or work, going through the motions just to get by, and living for the weekend. But you're still scared and uncertain about what your true purpose in life is. Welcome to the Free Time Podcast, your very own community and virtual support group created to help you leverage your free time as a valuable asset so you can start to improve your mindset, learn self-empowerment skills, and ultimately find true fulfillment to move you towards the incredible life that was specifically created for you to live. This is more than a podcast dropping three episodes a week. This is a movement built around real people sharing real stories focused on helping you make the most of your life by becoming super intentional with your time. Brought to you by your host, Carl Sona. Now, before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a quick announcement. We're on a mission to build a movement here around the topics of self-empowerment, mental health, and personal fulfillment. These are all some really big topics that we all deal with as human beings, but also they're topics that will look a little different for each of us as individuals. And so I'd love to put a name with the face and learn more about who you are and where you are currently along your journey. So I'm super excited to announce that I'm offering free 15-minute Zoom phone calls with me in order for us to get better acquainted. If you're at all interested in this, please hit the link to my calendar in the show notes below to sign up for a time, and I'll see you there. Now, without further ado, let's jump into our episode today. What's up, everybody? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Free Time Podcast. Today's guest is a very new friend of mine that I'm so happy I crossed paths with online. We're joined by Christina Sloan, better yet known by her pen name, C.N. Sloan, CN is incredible for so many reasons because you just can't put this young lady into a box. She's a writer at her core. She's a storyteller and an author. And she's also the host of the Working Overtime podcast. What I love about CN is that she's a strong African-American woman who has given herself complete and total permission to go after her dreams while still holding down a nine to five. If you're an individual that knows you desire so much more in life, but you're not sure how you're going to make it happen, then you're definitely going to want to listen up for what this young lady has to say. CN, thank you so much for being here. Awesome. That was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Man, that intro got me so hype already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just love your energy. It's so contagious. Another thing that I've really enjoyed about following you and speaking with you and getting to know you over the past month or so is your creative energy. You know, one of the reasons why I started this podcast was because I felt like I was missing that creative spark in my life. Like I was going to work, handling my business, doing my little thing, but like really nothing much more than that was flowing. You know what I'm saying? And I really feel like, I really feel like being able to tap into that creative energy is what provides all of us as individuals the opportunity to see what possibilities exist. So 
Can you tell me a little bit more about where that creative side comes from? Yeah, I mean, so I feel like it, it all really came from me being an avid reader. So when I was little, I, I mean, still to this day, I always had to have a book by me. Always, hands down, have to have a book with me. And obviously it started, you know, very much with fiction books and everything and just seeing stories. And by being an avid reader, it really got me into writing as well. So it started with journaling, but then it also just came to me coming up with my own stories. And also with that, I I moved around a lot as a kid. And so I was always just meeting new people, experiencing new places, experiencing new things. And that, again, just added to the creative fuel to always be thinking about stories and, oh, why is this happening this way? This person interacting with this person, you know, why is it like that? And so really just being such an avid reader and writer growing up just always contributed to how I felt as a creative and really transformed me into a creative minded person. And I feel like, you know, some people are led by logic and I'm definitely a kind of person that's led by creativity and creative energy. And that's how I've really made a lot of choices in my life with how I choose to spend my time, what I choose to do. So yeah, that's kind of where it all came from. (laughs) I love it. I love it. You know, I think that reading it's powerful on so many different fronts. Four years ago when I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, I remember talking to my best friend, who's my cousin, Fess, and she's like the smartest person I know. And I was like, Fess, like, I don't know what to do. I'm having that midlife crisis. I'm like 24 years old. Like, I feel like I don't have any outside experience other than my own, like, you know, lived experience being trapped in my head. And she was like, yo, maybe you should just go pick up a book. (laughs) It's kind of weird to me because unlike you, I didn't grow up reading. Like I was really focused on education. Like my parents are from Africa and so they really instilled that in me. And so by the time I got to school, I was burnt out on it. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess where I'm getting at with this next question is, can you describe the energy that you experience when you're lost in the story? That you experience when like you're in between the words on, on, on a page that you're reading? Like, what is that like for you? Specifically, what was like the first time that you just lost yourself in a story and you knew that this was like the way you wanted to go with your life? Man. Okay. So, you know, with that question, I think of it in two ways. Because I think of it how I got lost in a story, reading a different story, because I swear it's a, if I get really entranced in a book, I am, I am in it. I am experiencing it firsthand. That's how I feel when I get lost in a very, very good story that I'm reading. And so then on the opposite side, when I get lost in a story that I'm developing, oh, it's off the walls. I am obsessed with it. Like I'm, I'm working on a story right now and I'm seriously obsessed with my characters that I'm writing and the story and the plot and why this character is making the choices that she's making and where her influences came from. And so it really is just getting so entranced and just obsessed with the feeling that you have when you're really into that story, when you're into whatever it is that you're reading or whatever it is that you're creating. It's just, it becomes something that becomes a part of just your daily thought process all the time and you can't stop thinking about it. That's how I know if I have a story that I really want to write, if I can't stop thinking about it. Because as a creative person, I have a story idea every single day, all the time. I can think of a story idea anytime. 
But if it sticks with me and I cannot get it out of my head, that's the story that I know that I want to dive more into and that I eventually want to write in some way, shape or form. I think about, and I'm not a story writer like you, and we're going to touch on your series of short stories and the collections that you've written, but I know you're, you know, up to your eyeballs and all these ideas you're bringing to life. But I think about story from the context of like me, right? Yeah. As like my own like protagonist, yes, like going absolutely. through these series of trials and tribulations. And you just touched on something that I'm so obsessed about. And that is the fact that like, I can't stop thinking about, you know, how my life is unfolding and how mm-hmm. it's just another page that I'm writing. Like, what is that like for you specifically as you look at your journey, right? As being this young woman that has grown up, that is now really trying to like figure out how storytelling and podcasting and writing, how it all comes together. Like, like, like where, where are you at in your story right now? Give us some context there. Absolutely. No, that's, I love how you explained that because it's so true. We are the protagonists in our own story that we're writing every single day. And we have a choice of how we choose to show up and what we decide to put our energy into. And so when it came to the things that I want to do, I'm not going to lie. I was that person, especially in college where I did everything. I couldn't say no. I did everything that you can think of every side hustle idea, every creative venture, every business thing. I wanted to do all of it. But then I realized, okay, Christina, I actually, it's this book I read called Essentialism. Recommend it to everyone. It's, it's amazing. Essentialism, Greg McCohen. And it really just teaches you that, okay, you can either expend all of your energy into so many different things and not get far at all, or you can really think about what it is that you're putting your energy into, focus on it and soar and go so far with whatever it is that you're doing. And so that's when I really took it upon myself. And I said, Christina, okay, <laughs> you want to do all of these different things. And so I'm in the chapter of my life now where I feel like I have really narrowed down where I see my future and how I really want to spend my time and what I want to put my energy into. And that is right now my podcast because I, oh, I'm so excited about my podcast <laughs> and also um, screenwriting. So I've really taken those two things and said, this is where I'm putting my energy into. Yeah. Okay. So everything I really try to do in a day-to-day activities relates to those values and those goals I've set for myself. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> 100%. And, and you mentioned essentialism. That's actually been on my list for a while. I'm going to have that link. Oh, read it. Yeah. I'm going to have that linked <laughs> in the show notes for everybody because even in my own journey, Christine, like up until a year ago, I was doing like seven or eight different things. And I would tell myself, well, you know, I'm young. I have energy. I don't really know what I want to do. So it's okay to like, you know, go after all these different things. But as I'm talking to you here today, I've evolved and I look back on myself and I'm like, oh, I I really like just didn't have belief in any of those avenues. That's why I was spreading myself so thin. You see what I'm saying? Like, have you ever heard of the whole shiny penny syndrome or whatever? Right. Exactly. Yes, I have. Have you dealt with that at all? Like I, I used to suffer from that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like, you know, we, we're all going to suffer through that. And I feel like, you know, especially when we're, we're really young, early 20s, yeah, that's definitely the time to try different things and have an idea of where you want to go, but be open to experiencing different things. So actually, you know, for instance, with my life, 
I always thought that I was just going to write books because I'm obsessed with books and I still love books. I think one day I will write a book. I know I will write a book one day, but I started to venture into screenwriting. I tried it and I found that I really loved it. And I found that the way I write was better for screenwriting. So it took a little bit of trial and error to get there. But when I got there, I said, okay, like this, this is it. And so, yeah, that shiny penny, I swear, it definitely happened to me a lot in my early 20s and just wanting to always do the next coolest thing, always wanting to try something different. And, you know, and it makes sense because especially when we're young, we haven't done everything yet and we want to try to do everything. And so it's like, okay, we have to try these things, but we also have to be real with ourselves too. Why are we actually doing this? Is it because we we really want to do it or because someone thinks that we should do it because our parents say that they think we'd be good at this, our significant other wants us to try this and because they're doing it. So you have to really think about the why behind what it is that you're doing. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, you know, they, I'm not going to say they struggle. It's just where they don't think about it as much until maybe they get a little bit older after they've gone through a few trials and obstacles and been knocked down a few times. It's okay. You know what? Why am I really doing this? And if we start to think about that a little bit earlier, I feel like it would make a world of a difference in how we're choosing to spend our time and finding success in things early on because we have to really just think about that why. And, you know, it's funny because I feel like a lot of people, you know, reading has always kind of been seen as not, not cool anymore, but I think reading Mm -hmm. is super cool. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, reading is so cool. (laughs) Right. Exactly. For the record, reading is awesome. And, but it's like, that's what you read in all of these personal development books. And to be honest, I didn't really get big into personal development until maybe like, couple years ago, to be honest, you know, that's when I really got into it. And it really is powerful when you start to read these books. And I'm like, man, if only I was thinking about these things, like four or five years ago, (laughs) what a world of a difference it would have made. For real. I got two sisters that are both college age. I'm 29. They're like 20 and 18. And I've been gifting them books because I had that same revelation about 18 months ago where I was like, man, I mean, it's not that I'm getting into personal development late in my life, but the amount of anguish and frustration I could have saved myself by having, you know, mentors, right, to plug into through these stories, like it it would be transformational. And so, you know, one of the reasons why I got into personal development, and I want to know why you got into personal development next, but I'll go first. Why I got into personal development was and you hit the nail on the head, I was constantly looking for reservoirs outside of myself for a reason why I should be doing something. And I feel like I've come to realize that when you look outside of yourself versus within by asking yourself those critical questions that that you start to learn when you really go deep into personal development, you're sort of out of alignment. You know what I mean? So that's really been the big shift that personal development has allowed for me in my life. Why did you get into it? What was that specific moment where like you pivoted a couple of years ago and you're like, oh, wow, this is the cheese. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I really started to get into personal development. It was after I graduated college and I got my first big girl job and <laughs> yeah, and everyone around me, I worked a sales job actually. So I worked in digital sales and everyone around me was just so successful and, you know, making all this money and doing all this big, like just doing everything. And 
I was really like, wow, how are they doing this? And everyone who had gems to share, they all came from books. <laughs> you know, they all came from personal development. They all had quotes that they liked from people like Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn and all those people. And it all came from investing in themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I said, this is what I need to do. I need to invest in myself. And yes, at that time, it was because I just wanted to be a successful salesperson. But then again, when we get back to our whys and what we really want to do, what's actually valuable to us. And I really said, okay, creativity is what I value. Being a creative person and pursuing a creative career, that's what I want. It, it translated to that perfectly too, of just investing in myself and really wanting to up my knowledge mm. to up my emotional intelligence as a person, as a woman, as a black woman, and then going mm. from there and saying, okay, this is how I go to achieve greatness. This is how I go to achieve success is just by investing in myself. So that's kind of where it started of seeing other successful people and saying, how, how'd y'all get here? If y'all got here, I can get here. <laughs> 100%. And I think that there's a certain level of humility that's required there in that you have to acknowledge and accept that you don't know it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we walk around thinking that we already have it figured out. And it's a very ignorant way of living if you really peel the layers back. So I really want to encourage people, you know, especially for those people that still think that reading is whack. Like, that's just not whack. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I literally, I literally all the time, I'm just, personal development is awesome. Reading is cool. Reading is gangster. Reading is awesome. And we have to change the narrative. And that was always a mission of mine was to change the narrative around knowledge and reading and writing and personal development. And so... That's honestly actually why I started my podcast too, mm -hmm. was to help other people and to spread the message because I know, I would say this, I know how I feel listening to podcasts. I know how inspired it gets me, how motivated I feel listening to other people's stories of success. And so I said, I want to create a platform that does the same thing. If I can make one person feel how I feel listening to podcasts, how I get excited about wanting to chase my dreams, work on my goals and do the damn thing, then I will feel happy. And so that's really where the, that's where the podcast started from on a foundational level. Mm -hmm. And then working overtime, the whole concept came because I said, I have always been working a nine to five and doing something else around it. And I feel like a lot of people are in that same boat. A lot of people can mm -hmm. relate to that. And so I said, I want people to know exactly what it is that they're getting into, which is, hey, you're just like me. You're working a job and you want to do more. Mm -hmm. You have higher ambitions for yourself. And I'm going to provide stories of people who are doing that same thing so that you feel inspired and know that you can also do it. So that's where working overtime came from. I love it. We're going to go deep there in a second. Tell the audience, what do you currently do for your nine to five, Christina? Yes, I work in property management. I'm an assistant manager at two apartment communities. Okay. And you've been doing that for a minute now or, or for how long? Yep. I started in leasing. Um, when did I start? I, I've been in the industry now about three, four years now. Okay. So for the listener that's hearing this, 
apartment leasing like gee that sounds so exciting like <laughs> maybe there's an apartment leasing manager listening to this right now that that like literally wakes up every single day of the week right hating their job like mm-hmm. moaning and groaning like looking to friday for the weekend right i'm curious though because you preach and live out this working overtime lifestyle right does that give you any added sense of appreciation for your job because it's like not like your whole life yeah no i i do i feel like my mindset with my job has shifted so much because I feel like we've all had jobs where we let them just really stress us out. And I've been there. I mean, I've recently been there, especially when I got promoted um, to assistant manager, came with a whole bunch more responsibility and a lot more to learn and think about and worry about. And it was extremely stressful at one point. But now because it doesn't get to me anymore. The the day-to-day BS that you know we deal with, it just doesn't bother me anymore because I'm so excited about the other things that I have going on that it just doesn't bother me. And I'm grateful because at the end of the day, my creative ventures, I mean, I don't, I personally do not know of anyone who has started a podcast and has been able to live off of it immediately. I, I don't know of anyone. Same thing with anything creative. I don't know of any writers who just, you know, were able to just quit their job and be a writer and live. I don't know of anyone like that. And the things that I know I'm personally doing, it just takes time. Starting a business, it takes time to start to be able to have a livable income off of it. So I'm grateful that I have a job that I can go to every day. It pays me. I'm doing well with it. I'm happy there. I have a good team and I'm just able to not let anything get to me because I'm so excited that I now have the opportunity to work on these other things, but not have to stress about my foundation of having a place to live, paying bills, that kind of thing. So when we shift our mindset about our nine to five and we're just like, hey, this is letting me live and now I can do what I want to do. I have the time to do it. And I just, you know, it makes such a difference because if we just let our nine to five just drain us completely and we're like, oh, I hate this job, blah, 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 blah. And oh, I want to come home and just do absolutely nothing because I'm just so tired from my job. Don't get me wrong. I have those days, 100%. Those days are totally valid. <laughs> but I've just shifted my mindset on how I see my job so that I'm just, I'm cool with it. I'm cool that I have this nine to five because I have all this opportunity to do other things that I love that I know aren't going to give me riches in a day, you know, but I have the time and the energy to be able to work towards that now. Yeah, I love that. And it's honestly one of the mindset shifts that I made a few years ago when I started really like taking a closer look at my free time and how I was spending it. You know, a couple of years ago, I would work the job, come home and not really do a whole lot of anything else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I would I and then I would just make these excuses up in my mind about not having time to, you know, start that business or not having the energy to go out and build something outside of the nine to five. And this concept of free time, you know, I, I really want to challenge and encourage people to look at it as like an asset. You know, look at it as like something that you can invest wisely to get you closer to the life that you truly are capable of living, right? Like we all are capable of living a lifestyle by design. We don't have to just go whichever direction the wind blows us in. And it sounds like you've mastered that. I want you to specifically talk about the Working Overtime Podcast. I love it. By the way, 
We're going to have it linked in the show notes. You guys need to check that out. It's awesome because you give some really good tangible advice around how people can balance the nine to five and the overtime. Talk a bit more about that because, you know, I think the first excuse for people is, all right, Christina, I get it. But like, I come home and you just hit the nail on the head. I am so tired. Like, how do I have the energy to like build this side hustle? Can you talk a little bit about what your experience has been there? Yeah, no. So it came to a point and this is where working overtime comes into play because everyone's been there, but also so many people have done it. So many people have worked a nine to five or been in school full time or been a parent with kids and still been able to work on their ventures to start that business, to write that book, to do, to start that podcast, whatever it is that they want to do. So many people have done it. And so I feel like we get in our own heads and it's not just about time or being tired. It's a fear. It's a fear of failure. It's a fear of what other people are going to think. And so we really, we psych our own selves out. And so working overtime is really there to tell people that you don't have to do that. There are so many ways for you to go about achieving your dreams and chasing your goals and you can do it. And yes, there are totally days where I'm tired. I was outside all day today at my job and I was in that sun sweating and all black and gray with my work clothes. But I literally just kept thinking, I'm so excited for my interview with Carl and I'm going to go and it's going to be awesome. And I don't care that I'm a little tired, you know, and everything because I have something so exciting that I'm working on that is just going to continue to help me grow. And, you know, it's just going to be a great opportunity. And so that kind of motivating energy is what people need to find. Mm. Yeah. And so that's why I really have this platform to share other people's stories. Yes, I do solo episodes and, you know, my solo episodes are full of gems, but I really just love, (laughs) I really just love (laughs) interviews. I'm sorry. I'm so crazy, but. (laughs) Oh my God. No, I love you so much. Your energy is so contagious. I mean, yo, literally right now, people are driving in rush hour. Well, maybe not rush hour because it's quarantine, but they're driving home from their nine to five and they're hearing this energy like, hit them through the speaker and they're perking up like, damn, I want some more of that girl got. <laughs> yes, I just can't help it. People at work, my team is always like, you always have such a positive attitude. I'm like, because I don't want to be any other way. <laughs> I just want the positive energy. So that's why I love having all these interviews on my podcast because I want people to hear it from other people who have done it, who are doing it right now. There are people I had on the podcast who have made their side hustles, their full-time gig, and they're sharing how they did it. But then there's also people who are working a full-time job and also doing something else. So I want you to hear from them as well. So I want you to hear from all sides of the story. So that's where it all comes from. Yeah. So CN, what is the vision, right? You are working overtime. What is the vision? What are you working towards specifically in hopes of replacing this nine to five one day? Like, what is that going to look like? Yeah. So it's actually funny because a lot of people think that it's just the podcast. They're like, oh, so you want to, you know, this is your thing, just the podcast. Yes and no. So my podcast, I have a whole lot of goals with it. And I definitely see it being a foundational part of me, CN Sloan, the brand of CN Sloan, having this podcast. But really my big goal, my dream, my goal in life is to be a full-time writer. That's always 
for a minute. That's what I've wanted to be since forever. So, I mean, you're looking at the person who I want to be on the same level as, you know, Quentin Tarantino and, you know, Christopher Nolan. And like, that's my goal. That's what I'm working towards is being a screenwriter of that nature of that um, prestige. And yeah, so that's, yeah, that's where I'm really trying to go is to be a full-time writer and to make it to that level of screenwriting. I love that. That's what I'm working towards, but I really do have so many goals for this podcast as well. And I really do see it as being something that is always just going to be with me. And that's why I started it because yeah, I could just, I could have just said, Hey, I'm just focusing on writing, but I really have always wanted to make an impact. And as you can tell, I talk a lot too. So, (laughs) you know, I said, podcasting is, is where it's at right now. It's, it's something that I really enjoy and love to do. And so I really see the podcast as also being a part of what I do later in life. Have you, uh, I know you love Grey's Anatomy. Have you reached out, reached <laughs> out to Shonda Rhimes? I, I've not reached out to Shonda Rhimes. I did her masterclass though. By the way, anyone who has been thinking about doing masterclass, do it. it. I think it's worth it. I got that all access pass and man, there's so many classes on there that are so cool and so amazing and so fun. Mm. Shonda Rhimes' class was superb, sublime, so amazing. Um, I learned so much from it. And so now I have not reached out to Shonda Rhimes yet, but... You should. I, I, I mean... I'm curious. Maybe she had to work over time to get to where she got to. Probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, let's just go ahead and put that out in the universe. Like, let's just like, you know, sprinkle that and just like fertilize that. Manifestation is such, it's so key in all of this too. Man, I, when you said that, it just made me think of it. I just, to manifest all of the abundance in your life, it's just so real. So we don't have to go into all that right now, but I'm just saying that people do need to look into that as well and read about it because it it makes such a difference in how you view your life and the things that you attract into your life. You know, I just love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, man. We're the same person. <laughs> we are. And, I, and, and, and Julia told me this. She was like, man, like you, you gotta love Christina, man. She's just, it's just a female you. But like why I say I love you is like as I'm like listening to you and I'm taking in your energy through my screen right now, I'm just like, man, this is a young lady that's just so grateful. And I just want to know as we're coming up on time, what are you most grateful for in your life? Man, I love this question because I think about it every day. I'm so grateful for one, the people that I have in my life. I feel like just because I've always been someone that wants to radiate positivity, I've always just attracted amazing, positive, creative people, success-driven people into my life as well. And so my circle, my tribe is full of people that just continue to motivate and inspire me every day. So I'm so grateful for the people that I have in my life. My family, I, I know I am so blessed that I have had parents who have never once doubted my dreams of wanting to be a writer. I've wanted to be a writer for a long time since I was you know, a preteen, they never once said, oh, Christina, like, mm, well, or you sh- you could do something else. You know, they never once said that. My mother tells me every time I talk to her, hey, when are you moving to LA? Like, that's where, you know, screenwriters, like, when are you doing that? She is pushing me to do that. And I'm so grateful to have parents like that who are so encouraging of my dreams. They are like, pu- they're pushing me to make sure I do them. (laughs) And like the last thing I always am very grateful for is 
the fact that I am a creative person, to have a creative driven mind, I'm very grateful for that because I think it really has transformed me into the woman that I am today and to have all of the joy in life that I do just because of the way that I see the world. I'm constantly in a state of daydream and story and inspiration. And I'm very grateful to have a mind that thinks like that, that is so optimistic and opportunist and just always just full of light. And so I'm very grateful to have such a creative mind. You, my friend, are blessed and chosen. I cannot wait to see how far you go. I do not want to forget about the individual though right now, because I'm sure there's an individual that is listening to this that's like, you know what, I'm in love with this girl's energy. Like she's radiating positivity. I don't know her, but like I, I want to tap into that, but I don't have a family that is supportive right now. You know, I'm the outcast, I'm the black sheep, or I don't really feel like I'm creative right now. What parting word of advice would you leave with that person? I would tell that person, you know, who doesn't have that family support and everything like that, is that you are always going to be your best cheerleader. You are always going to be with you forever. So at the end of the day, it does not matter what anyone thinks. It does not because you have to live with yourself forever. So if you have to be your biggest hype man, you have to be your own therapist on the inside because you're going to be with yourself forever. So everything that you do, you just always have to put yourself first and it's okay. It's okay to worry about these things. And you know, it is, it makes it so much harder to not have that support. But at the end of the day, it's always just going to be on you. You're going to be the one that gets in your own way. Nobody else is going to sit and stop you. You're the only one that's going to stop you. So you have to live with yourself when you make those choices. So always just put yourself first. It does not matter what anyone else thinks. You have the ability to chase your dreams. You have the confidence within you to achieve greatness. Mm. You can do it. You can do it. See, and I just want to commend you once again for just being a person that shows up as herself, you know, and, and that is making a true commitment to really tap into the possibilities that are waiting for you, right? Because I really believe in the bottom of my heart that anything is possible. I know it sounds kind of corny or whatever, but like, I really do feel like anything is possible so long as we're willing to go out and make it happen. So thank you for being a shining example of that. Before we transition to the random round, I want you to tell them where they can follow you and just plug in because you are just a person that people need to plug in with. <laughs> I speak highly enough of that. Oh, thank you. I've seriously, this is, I love this. I love, you know, this energy that we have right now. And it's yes. just so much fun. Yes. So I am most active on Instagram. I'm yeah, I'm just most active there. So you can follow the podcast page at Working OT Podcasts. And then you can also follow my personal page. And that's at CN Sloan underscore. That's CN as in Nicole Sloan underscore. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we will have all those linked in the show notes. She's definitely an individual I'm going to try to get back on. I feel like we can do some fun workshops. We can get into some more practical takeaways, maybe do some book reviews. So stay tuned for that sort of thing. Oh, heck yeah. All for it. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. I love it. All right, CN, we're going to transition to the free time five. I don't know why it's called the free time five, just because my show starts with the F 
and it was five questions. Yeah, that's perfect. Three <laughs> times five. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, and five times an F. So just a couple of quick questions for the audience to get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. Cool? All right, let's do it. All right, so what's one dream you have that hasn't come to fruition yet? Oh, man. Um, one dream I have that has not come to fruition yet. I would say, well, I mean, writing a full-length feature film that has become a movie. That hasn't happened yet. I've written a full-length feature film, but it has not been made yet. So that's it's going to happen, though. Putting it in the universe. That's why you asked that question. You wanted me to put it in the universe. That's yeah. what that was. <laughs> this is audio record. This is testimony right here. Yes, <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right, I ask this of every guest. So imagine potential was a physical location on a map that you could travel to. In your mind or in your soul, what would be more enjoyable? Would it be the journey there, however it is you get there, or would it be just arriving in and of itself? Huh. It's so funny because I listened to your podcast. So I was like, ooh, is he going to ask me that question? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I was thinking about this and I feel like as much as I cannot wait for the arrival, because I know it's just going to be such a feeling of just, and I love the arrival too, because also it just makes me excited for what's going to happen at that arrival. What opportunities are going to come from me getting to that arrival? So, you know, I'm just, I'm going to say with that, I would actually, because that's how I see the arrival is I've arrived. Now, what else amazing can come my way from this arrival? The journey's great. Gotta love the journey too, but I'm very excited for that arrival. I think the most honest ones in the show answer the arrival. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know you're a big film buff, so what's your favorite film? Oh, that is so hard. Okay, so I'll say my favorite film right now. Oh man, okay. I know which one I'm gonna go with. It's it's funny because it's, it's hit or miss for people. But um, Midsummer. Mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Midsummer, it's a recent movie. So going with a recent one and it's considered horror, but it, um, it's like culty horror. So it's, it's really cool and really interesting and very amazing visually. So I say check it out if you don't mind horror because it is horror at the end of the day. <laughs> so don't watch it if you don't like horror things. But that's my favorite one right now. I keep rewatching it and analyzing it and seeing how they did it. So obsessed with it. Love it. What's one empowering quote you'd love to leave with the audience today? Yes, oh, I have my quote. I'm so ready for this question. <laughs> so it's live, <laughs> um, it's live life by design, not by default. And mm. that's actually from the book Essentialism. I've reread that book three times and I'm reading it again right now with a friend too. So, you know, I'm reading it with someone. I'm obsessed with that book. That's why I'm so... Uh, Yeah. So that's from that book. Live life by design, not by default. Love it. And last but not least, we touched on manifestation a little bit. We touched on visualization. I'm so big on that. I think all beautiful things start off as little itty bitty ideas. So I want to know in the next six to nine months, where are you going to be at in your life? That could be personal, professional, whatever. Yeah. So six to nine months. So that would be, yeah, okay, so like early next year-ish. So I do expect to be in a bigger city. I expect that my podcast is going to be, it's really going to have grown, have a larger audience, and I'm going to have some 
awesome guests on the show too. Like I, I would have gotten to a point where I can really have my dream guests on the show. And also, man, with this, with the writing, man, I'm, I'm turning out some screenplays right now. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. You know, in six to nine months, maybe I'll be in LA and getting my first film made. That would be, that'd be amazing. Sian Sloan, thank you so much for being here. Oh man, this is amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. So there's no better time than the present to get into the arena of your life and to start moving towards your purpose and potential. Peace. Hey, I want to personally thank you again for tuning in. At the end of the day, I really do believe that we're all in this game of life to help one another out. And that the best way we can do this is through sharing our stories more openly and honestly. And so, if you like the show, please take a quick minute to leave us a rating, drop us a review, and subscribe for more. Also, I'd love to get to know you a little bit better and hear your story. Please head over to carlsona.com slash chat. That's Carl with a K, S-O-N-A dot com slash chat to book a 15-minute free Zoom call with me, and I can't wait to see you there.